I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about they were my best friend. Well, if you're going through a breakup, one of the hardest aspects about it could be that you feel just devastated that you've lost your best friend. Now, sometimes if you're in a newer relationship, you don't really feel that kind of bond yet. But there are a lot of times where if you've been with somebody for a couple of years, that person has become your best friend and you have really formed a bond with them that maybe you thought would never end and I remember years ago when I was going through my breakup one of the hardest aspects about it was feeling like that I not only lost my girlfriend and her daughter at the time but I felt like I lost my best friend because you know every relationship is so different but in that relationship we had an amazing friendship. We used to laugh all the time. We were always joking around and she was really funny. Uh, and so we had a great friendship on top of a romantic relationship. And you're not always going to find that. Sometimes you're going to find that somebody that you're dating, you wouldn't even be friends with them if you weren't in a romantic relationship. Like you might not have any hobbies or interests are the same. You can't watch the same things on TV or enjoy the same, you know, events or activities. But like with my ex, I mean, we just were like a perfect fit and we would go do things that we both enjoyed and we would go to watch stand-up comedy together or we would watch certain shows on TV together. And so there was a really strong friendship and it killed me inside. And I told her, I was like, you are my best friend. I just can't believe that, you know, I, I couldn't understand for a moment how she could not want that. I, I couldn't understand at all. Nothing comp comprehended to me in how she could just let that go because it was like, our friendship and our bond is so strong here, how could you throw that away? Like, I don't understand. Like, we don't fight, we don't argue. I, I, it just didn't make any sense to me. And, you know, as I've studied this and figured things out and looked at things over the years, I realized that a lot of it had to do with things that she was going through outside of the relationship. And that, you know, she was getting her divorce finalized. And so when people are going through divorce, they're going through all kinds of different emotions and they're likely on a roller coaster. And so she was feeling scared that our relationship was about to, you know, progress to another level that she wasn't ready for yet. And she was very young at the time. She was only in her early 20s and she had always been in long-term relationships, so she wasn't ready to go that route. But I didn't know that, and I wasn't the kind of guy that would ever put pressure on her to, you know, get engaged or anything like that. Um, but it was how she was feeling inside, 
And so it was very hard for me to disconnect and examine how she could walk away from that bond because it, it made no sense. Like Everybody that knew us was like, you guys are like an amazing couple and nobody understood, even her own mom and sister, why she would break up with me. And so it was very confusing because, um, I mean, I was a therapist at this point and I knew a lot about relationships and so I'm looking at all these things and I'm like, I don't understand, this just doesn't add up to me. Well, looking at things now, I could see her attachment style was more avoidant and all those other things that I mentioned earlier. That is how she was able to walk away from everything because she just wasn't um, functioning well internally. She was going through a lot of different turmoil and so she couldn't handle the attachment with me and so she had to break away and go be with somebody that could not handle an emotionally um, secure connection and that's exactly what she gravitated towards. Some guy that she would never be in a romantic relationship with only if she was like 16 years old which is basically how she regressed at the time because uh, what I found is that a lot of times people will kind of regress to the age that they were before your relationship. So in that case, um, she had been with this guy from a very early age, started dating him at like, I don't know, 16 years old, stayed with him for many years, and he wound up cheating on her, and then she basically started dating me, I don't know, four months later or whatever, and so she kind of regressed to almost like a 16-year-old age after we broke up. And so um, you got to realize that, you know, people go through different things emotionally in these breakups and every situation is so incredibly different. And for those of you that felt like your partner, your ex was your best friend, it could be even more painful and traumatic to lose that person because, you know, you were spending all your time with this person. You would do events together. You would plan trips together or special days together or uh, outings together. And so, you know, these situations can be a little bit more difficult than for those of you that may not have attached in that way where you were like, dating them, but, you know, you wouldn't even want to be friends with them had you never dated them to begin with. So, I got a really good email today um, from a woman who is in her mid-twenties, and she was dating a guy around her age for about four years, so they were together for a long time. She said, We met our junior year of college. I approached him, gave him my number, and we started seeing each other soon after. We did not make things exclusive until eight months had passed as he was just a few days out of a long-term relationship with a needy ex and was not ready for something serious. However, at the same time, he would invite me to meet his family across the country and would want to spend all his time with me. So, a little bit similar to my situation, what I just explained, where... He had just gotten out of a long-term relationship 
when they started dating and he wasn't ready to jump into something so quickly. I played it cool, did not chase him at all. After eight months, he asked to make us official and he quickly moved in with me soon after. We lived together for about three years. He is my best friend and we could talk about anything and everything from our career field to religion, science, philosophy, politics, goals and dreams, to the latest comic books, TV, movies, and video games. He often said that I was the female version of him. I did all our cooking and household chores for him and supported him in his artistic endeavors. I really liked taking care of him. So, like I talked about at the beginning, we see a relationship where they have so many different things in common. They had such a strong bond. They felt like they could talk about all these things. You know, video games, movies, TV, comic books, all these things. That's great. And so, when you have that kind of romantic relationship, now you feel like you've lost this best friend and um, partner as well. We helped each other succeed professionally and inspired each other's creativity. We laughed every single day. He is charming, ambitious, hilarious, intelligent, incredibly talented, and I absolutely loved him, but wouldn't say it out loud, as I was waiting for him to say it first, which, after four years, he never said. What do you think is going on there, guys? Four years, and he won't say he loves her. You know what attachment style is probably going on there, right? Avoidant, of course. So he must have had a really rough childhood. However, he was always extremely physically affectionate. We had an amazing connection, so I didn't really feel unloved. His mother is very kind and did everything for him. His NPD father was physically and verbally abusive. So NPD, I'm sure she means narcissistic personality disordered father. So now we see father was physically and verbally abusive. They had a nasty divorce when he was 13 and his father lost custody of the children after he held my ex up by the neck, brought a knife to his face, and threatened to kill him. Yikes! Uh, wow. Oh, that is awful. Uh, so you can imagine it would be kind of hard to trust someone after your own father threatens to kill you. Unbelievable. He still wants his father's approval, but none of his accomplishments are enough for his dad. I had to hold him as he cried one night after his dad called to say he wasn't coming to his college graduation. Oh man, could you imagine having that? Not because he couldn't afford to travel, but because he just didn't feel like it. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to refrain on my opinion on this guy. Wow. 
He just didn't feel like going to his son's graduation. Awful. Just absolutely awful. Okay. We had our first breakup two years ago. He became severely depressed after we moved to a new city after graduation where I had been hired. He could not find work and told me out of the blue he was moving back home because he felt like a failure. As he was packing his car, the next day he got an email saying he was hired for his dream job, so I let him stay with me until he could save up enough money to move out. We still slept in the same bed, so it didn't feel like a real breakup. Two months later, he asked if we could get back together. Unfortunately, we never talked about what happened and how we could prevent it in the future. That was a big problem throughout. Him never sharing his feelings and me never bringing them up in fear of spooking him and causing him to run off again. We never got into a fight or argument either, so feelings just never came up. Out of the blue, on a Friday night, he said he had been thinking of moving out for a few weeks and had already found a new place. Wow! So out of the blue, he just says, uh, so I think we should move out. I should move out. And I already got a new place. Talk about a shocker. That is incredibly inconsiderate and just downright cruel. I mean, have some decency here. You've been together for four years. You don't give this person some warning before you just up and move out? Wow. We had been sitting on the couch, eating our favorite pizza, laughing our heads off at something on TV, when he sighed and just came out with it. My jaw dropped, and I asked if he was kidding. He said he couldn't do the commitment, and felt I was making him lazy by doing all the chores and the cooking. That is such a lame excuse. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't punch him in the face when he said that. I'm making you lazy because I'm taking care of you? Oh, man. That's infuriating. No taking responsibility. He's blaming her. He's literally blaming her because she's so good to him that she takes care of him and then he winds up throwing it in her face and blaming her. Oh, you must be furious. I would be so furious. Unbelievable. Keep in mind that I had never ever brought up marriage and he moved in with me without me even pressuring him to. The very next morning, he left with all his stuff. You must be stunned, shocked, completely blindsided and traumatized. That would be horrible. Could you imagine that you and your partner are on the couch laughing one night, having a great time, you think everything's good, and then out of nowhere they say, I think we should break up, I found a new place, and they move the next morning? Oh my gosh, that's awful. Both times I did not beg during the breakups, but I did get teary-eyed. Well, how could you not? I'm going to get teary-eyed reading this. This breakup, I have been complete no contact since the, mo the moment he walked out the door. I've been forwarding his mail to his office because I have no idea 
where he's living. Wow. Okay. For the last few months, sex had dwindled as after many years of making sure he was happy without getting much in return, emotionally speaking, I started to feel unappreciated, but at the time did not know what the reason was for why. I just felt a sense of disconnect creeping up, but couldn't pinpoint the reason at the time. I feel like that is something we could have talked about and fixed. Other than that, I'm at a loss. Well, I can only imagine. This would be extremely traumatic. And I, I, I kind of know what you're going through here because the relationship that I talk about, and even in the beginning of the video, um, similar situation. Great relationship. Had a wonderful time together. No problems in between us. But whatever was going on with her internally is what caused that breakup. Should I even bother with wanting to get him back? Or is this hopeless? I miss him and our life together. Yeah, I mean, of course you're going to miss him. This is a terrible, terrible situation. I mean, it's incredibly shocking and confusing, and it came out of nowhere for you. And it's so sad, because had he had some conversations with you, at least you could have been prepared a little bit. Maybe you could have done, tried to repair it with him. But when it comes out of nowhere like this, it makes it even more traumatic. And you feel even more hopeless and helpless. Um, obviously, he has a lot of unresolved issues in his childhood. And he sounds depressed to me. Right? I mean, he seems to have a history with depression. He's got these issues that happen with dad. And I'm sure he's never re really dealt with it. Uh, obviously, I suspected from the get-go he had an avoidant attachment style. So that's why he isn't talking about feelings, doesn't handle closeness. And, I mean, four years of being together and he doesn't even tell you he loves you? So, um, incredibly difficult. I mean, it's tough because what are you going to do here? Um, you know... Even if you get him back, what are the chances that he can give you that emotional commitment and intimacy that you've been looking for? I mean, things started to fall apart there with the sex. Obviously, there was more to it than just the sex. It was about the other stuff, the commitment and the connection and all that. Um, but he doesn't seem emotionally ready for that kind of commitment again. He's going to have to work on whatever it is that's going on with him internally. And he's going to have to work to get you back. Because after he did this to you, you can't just take this guy back. When he does this, he can't just walk out of your life and then walk right back in. He won't value you. After what he did to you here, literally one night just saying, I'm moving out and then leaving you in the morning. No. I would make him fight hard as hell to get you back. And I would make him work so hard and commit so much time and effort and energy into this relationship that he wouldn't ever think about walking away from me again. So, if you want to get my help personally, 
Just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching, and if you want to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. And I could for this video, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.